0: What's good y'all, it's Dom. What's up everybody, it's Isaac. And this is Street Ball episode 27. Now you see, we got a special day. I know it's saying basketball related, but it's actually opening day in Major League Baseball. So you see, I got my Mookie Betts Dodgers uniform on. We're about to hit a home run with this one, all right? So, oh, <laughs> Isaac Hey, he didn't get memo, he didn't get the memo. memo. It's all good, it's all good, but it's all good. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff for you guys today. Obviously, we got very NBA-heavy, centric stuff as we're at the end of the season. NCAA Final Four, McDonald's All-American, The Throne, you name it. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for this episode. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications, ring that bell. Let's get it. First and foremost, man, this might as well be a national holiday. I don't remember the last time this happened. 2006, the Sacramento Kings have clinched their first playoff berth since the year of 2006. And Daniel told me that (laughs) the last time that happened, uh, uh, what's his name was on the team still? Uh, See, hold on. Bonzi Wells, there you go. Bonzi Wells is still on the team. Uh, Sacramento Kings uh, clinched a playoff berth last night with a really decisive victory. Um, I'm really happy for this team. Isaac, what's uh, what's your reaction to this?
1: Man, honestly, it's really unexpected for me. I mean, I didn't really pay attention to things at all because I didn't know. I mean, I knew they were doing well, but it's big time, man. I I like De'Aaron Fox. I think mean, he's a he's a big time player. So I hope I hope they make a big run in the playoffs, man.
0: You know what, man? Like this this is really um, a really cool story for me. Um, specifically speaking, you know, our friend and uh. Uh, one of our best friends, Justin Williams works for the Kings, So, you know, naturally I follow this team pretty closely for that reason. And this time last year wasn't much hope. They, uh, traded away Tyler Burton, and everybody was like, what are you doing? But it all ended up working out. And this team, uh, with the acquisitions of Malik Monk in the offseason, um, uh, drafting, uh, drafting Murray in the off season with the lottery pick, um, Darren Fox turned into an all-star caliber point guard, possibly first-team All-NBA. Who do you think is the catalyst to this turnaround?
1: Who's the most important piece? I think it's a bonus, bro. That's a big body right there. Makes me, ah, I don't know, man. D-Fox been there for a while. Man, I'm going to Darren Fox. I think Darren Fox is a big-time piece for this team. I, I think he just needed a little bit more, you know, some more pieces, bro. But I think D-Fox is, is – uh, He's gonna take them home to the promised land. But I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna make it deep in the playoffs because it's rough, man, it's rough in the playoffs. You know what, I'll tell you this. There's some person I
0: didn't mention. Obviously, I didn't mention, you see the funny memes, uh, hold on. You see the funny memes that we have right here. Uh, There's so many good things on Twitter last night after this, people reacting to this. But the one person I did not mention was, mike brown head coach all right mike brown's been around the league his first head coaching job he coached lebron coached the lakers had a lot of failures spent some time with the golden state warriors as an assistant coach and i really think that he got um that he that he got his uh, he got his act right you know what i mean got to work under the two religious steve kerr and really has kind of perfected his formula and you know what i mean so i really think that mike brown
1: is the key point right here for this squad. I mean, you can see he's a key point in this fire right here. He's in the beam. He's he's the main part of this fire. I love it.
0: I love it. So um, with that being said, man, is this team for real? Do they have a chance to really go in there and not only get in the playoffs they're already in, but do they have a chance to make a real playoff run? What do you think?
1: I don't think so, honestly. But I'm happy they made it, but that, that, I don't see them going any further than that. But you never know. And again, you never know. They might turn it up, but I don't see it happening. What about you? You know what, man? Like,
0: I, I guess I, I'm going to echo what you just said in a way. But I think the good silver lining about this is, is that this is a young team. Um, dude, I, I don't know how many guys are 30 years old, you know? Like, Sabonis is in his 20s. um, Fox is in his 20s. um, You got Davion Mitchell off the bench. Kevin Herter. um, All the guys that we mentioned before, Malik Monk, they're all on their team and they're making a run like this. So this is just going to be experience for the years to come. You know, barring injury or anything catastrophic happening, I feel like this team is going to be a contender for years to come. Kind of like the. the Kings with Chris Webber, Peja Soyakovich, Vlade Divac, and so on and so forth. So I, do, I don't I do think that they'll really have a chance to make a real run this year, though, um,
1: because of their inexperience. But we'll see. And like um, you said, we that experience. They'll be ready down the line, though. Not now, though, but down the line.
0: No question. But with that being said, we move on to something even more prestigious. The Hall of Fame inductees for the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame were just announced yesterday and we have a star-studded lineup, starting with Dwayne Wade, Pau Gasol, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, and last but not least, none other than Greg Popovich. Now, who's your favorite one on this list and why?
1: Hey man, this lineup is crazy, but I'm going with Dirk. <laughs> Nowitzki man. The one-legged jumper, his his legacy was crazy. You look at that statue in front of the in front of the arena. He's over here. I like and I love Dirk's game. Like just that he he had his own type of style and like it was fun to watch. So I'm I'm going with Dirk, bro.
0: You know what? I'm gonna pick two. Maybe it's not fair, but first and foremost, I just want to profess on live television, YouTube, that Becky Hammond, uh was my basketball crush back in the day. You see it right there. You know, she fired, got the green eyes, all that, you know? Hey, I never, you know, especially when we were younger, media wasn't as thorough as it is now. You never like you saw the people on the court, but you didn't know like what who they were as people. And for people who don't know, like Becky Hammond was with the San Antonio Silver Stars and they they don't exist anymore. They're now the Las Vegas Aces. Uh she retired and went right into working for the spurs organization worked her way up coached the uh, san antonio spurs summer league um and then became an assistant coach and even became the first woman to uh to coach an nba game when you know i think pop was sick or something like that so to see her career the way it's blossomed from being a player championship player in the WNBA. To a championship coach in the NBA and in the WNBA, she just won her first NBA, WNBA title in her first season in the WNBA for the Las Vegas Aces. Prestigious career, but I guess player-wise, I got to go with Paul Gasol. Mm. Pau Gasol. you know, Lakers, Laker gang all day.
1: That's why I, I love Paul
0: in the Laker, and he helped us win back-to-back titles. Kobe and him, uh, one of the best one-two punches ever. Pau Gasol is my favorite on this list. But we turned the conversation to who had the most prestigious, best career overall. Who do you think and why?
1: Ooh, I'm going Gasol, bro. <laughs> him and Kobe we're, were terrorizing the NBA. I'm going with Pau. I got I got to go with him. All the rings he got helped Kobe. Batman and Robin took over the game, like, I'm going pal. pop. What about you? Who do you think, Tom?
0: I mean, one guy, one guy counts for three of these people. Greg Popovich. First and foremost, Greg has coached Tony Parker, who's going to the Hall of Fame this year. Um, he's coached Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and David Robinson to championships, four Hall of Famers. Um, And then you talk about Becky Hammond, who's a part of his coaching tree, who just won her first WNBA title. You got Mike Budenholzer, um, Steve Kerr. Um, This man has just touched so many parts of the NBA, so many parts of history. Like, you can't say that Steve Kerr didn't learn a thing or two from Greg Popovich playing for him and coaching for him. Uh, Obviously, Steve Kerr played for Phil Jackson as well, but um, his handprint is all over the NBA, man. And... When I talk about who's the greatest, that's one of the things that I think about. Um, overall uh, influence, right? It's not just how good you are at what you do, it's also about how how much you change and you affect the game out of, outside of yourself. Nobody's beating Greg Popovich in this category, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I feel that. I respect that. You're right. He doesn't. He done. He did they're some the unbelievable. Yeah,
0: but hey, nobody's nobody's beating Dirk Nowitzki's jump shot though. That especially his one legger, that's nasty. Right. I, right. Right. uh congratulations to all the Hall of Fame inductees. Um, but we always got to go to this um, conversation: who continues to gets left out of the conversation every year that should be in there, in your opinion? For what? The Hall of Fame. Who should be in the Hall of Fame that hasn't made it in yet?
1: Who hasn't made it in? I don't even I don't even know. Who do you know some some names? Yes. I have I have one in particular.
0: Who? That I'm thinking about. There's a lot of great players out there. Yeah, uh Daniel hit it right on the head. I'm thinking about Robert Ori. Robert Ory, Robert Ory has won seven titles in his career now. A role player on all those teams, however, highly affected winning and, um, you know, hit a clutch shot or two in all those championship runs, was a key player. I really think he falls under the falls under the um, same category as someone like uh, Michael Cooper, who was a finalist this year for the Hall of Fame. I really think not enough people talk about Robert Orr as being a Hall of Fame
1: player. Yeah, what about? I see Steve Nash is in the Hall of Fame. Well, Steve Nash didn't really win, so
0: he's gonna make it though. He he won back to back
1: MVPs. There's there's no way he's not gonna make it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Larry Bird is not in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he is, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Must have googled the wrong the wrong thing, man. Because, anyways, <laughs> hey, let's move man, on. I'm sure- no, it says he's asking it says right here. Maybe this is Wikipedia or something, but I'm I'm looking right here. It says Larry Bird is in the Hall of Fame.
0: It's definitely wrong. Larry, Larry Bird is the first ballot hall of fame already. Okay. I was, it's all good though. We can move, we can move on. We can talk about it at the end. You you can give me an okay. answer at the end. All right. All right, bet. All right. Next up, LeBron returns to the Lakers, but the Lakers split a home and home with the Bulls losing LeBron's debut since his injury, but then return the favor in um, in Chicago. Um, uh, right now, the Lakers are in, in the eighth spot in the West um, with six games remaining in the NBA season, a game and a half behind the Warriors for that sixth spot. Um, do you think it's safe to say the Lakers are swear, squarely in the playoffs, are in the play-in, or do you think they still have a chance the, to drop out? What do you think?
1: I think they're going to be in the play-in. They're barely going to slip in, but it's like, hey, man, the Warriors, you're not messing with the Warriors. Lakers better. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. LeBron looks easy. I mean, he's still kind of hurt, right? His foot looks still messed up. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to see, man. I don't know. Will LeBron not being 100%? I don't think the Lakers are going to make it, even in the play-in.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can see your point there. Um, I think – we made some significant um, roster moves, which has made our team better, which is awesome. Uh, but, you know, we need LeBron at full strength to really make a push. I know some people out there are saying, since we have stayed afloat since LeBron has been out, and now we have LeBron back, we're, we might be the most dangerous team in the West. But um, it all it all depends on LeBron and AD being 100%. We got D'Lo, we got Austin Reeves we're going to talk about next. Um, we got, uh, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, Lonnie Walker, man. Lonnie Walker, the fourth.
1: Just don't, there. don't even, don't even make the playoffs, man. Let's just draft Bronnie and get the two man show going. You know, LeBron. Bro, Bronnie's got getting drafted this year. It's next year. Ooh, next, well, next, we need to wait for Bronnie to come in. We need him to get drafted. We need Bronnie James out there. Well, big Bronnie. Right.
0: Here you go. Hey, uh, you, hey, just Started the writing uh, campaign right now. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> hey, hey, the hey the 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 meat writing campaign has begun. Early. <laughs> Here you go, <laughs>
1: you he Meat hey, He was trying
0: to. Say, he was trying to say, forget the rules. Let's draft him this year. <laughs> He's <is,
1: laughs> he <is doing laughs> out. <laughs> Hey, be prepared, Domo. You're probably going to have a stressful season also next season. You're going to be stressed because the Lakers, they're probably going to do some the BS next season. So be ready because Ronnie's coming. Bro, I Ronnie coming. I already know.
0: I already know we're going to get off to a solid start. is going to get hurt. He's going to miss 20 games, and we're going to have to figure it out till then. But next year is the year. Trust me, all right? I, I, I believe it. I, I see it in my crystal ball. We're going to do it next year. We getting some good momentum this year, especially with the new guys that we got. All right. Speaking of the Bulls Lakers, I told you they had a home and home game. One Pat Beverly and one of the clinching shots hit LeBron with the two small, two small gesture, and then Austin Reeves, uh, his game put the shot.
1: He's too small. Oh my goodness. Beverly, man. Hey, it it, it kind of naturally is. just happens. We hey. end up dressing like one another once in a while. Right. Oh, he
0: did, did it too small. We oh, too, too little. We too Austin. little. First Austin off, Reeves I love Austin too. Reeves, bro. Austin Reeves, favorite player in the NBA right now. He'll Billy Kobe. It's just something too. Some man. I'm like, hey, nah, you good? I'm good. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, man. Yep. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties. Uh, but Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves, what do you think about this play? Do you think that this is warranted? I thought we did this when when we, like, when you bodied somebody and made a layup or dunked on somebody. Like, do you think this is even something that Pat
1: Beff should have done? No, I think he, he must be mad that the Lakers let him go. That's all. Like, you being petty, bro. That's all it is. He's just being petty. Got that bucket on LeBron. He's like, little guy. So, I mean <laughs> – but that, that's like his character. He's a savage like that. So I don't i don't see the issue with it. It's kind of like, I expect that from Pat Bev. But it's funny that Reeves came back and hit him with it on some gangster, even though like. Also Reeves, also Reeves is a thug, bro.
0: Also Reeves is a thug.
1: Assassin. Um, but
0: I really think like Pat, Pat Bev even said after the game, he said some, some, some stupid like. I'm a spoon, and the Lakers are using me like a fork.
1: When did he say
0: that? He said, I'm a spoon, and the Lakers are using me like a fork. What, What does that mean?
1: Like, they weren't using them properly. A spoon. All right. I ain't never heard that one. That's hilarious.
0: But anyways... I really think the Lakers are going to do damage this year, but we'll see about it. I don't think they're going to win a championship, all right? But this is the more person question, all right? NBA MVP looks like it's just turned into a two-horse race. Jokic versus Embiid, all right? Now, we all have our opinions, all right? But, um, you know, I was doing my research on this today. Um, You got the Michael Jordan trophy back there, and ESPN actually did a straw poll. Basically saying like, you know, taking, taking, taking a loose poll of who should win the MVP, and on the next on the next graphic you'll see the results of this, which are damn near tied, Embiid winning seven ninety to seven eighty eight. All right, now, I can't remember the last time an NBA MVP race has been perceived to be this close. All right, now you got Jokic who has just been so consistent this year. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's averaging a triple double anymore. He's been close all year. The the Denver Nuggets are leading the West um, in the standings, and Joel Embiid, you know, just explosive, bro. Multiple fifty point games this year, multiple dominant performances. Who do you think
1: should win the NBA MVP? I think Jokic got it easy. I don't even think this is. Uh, you got to respect what Embiid's been doing, but Jokic is just. He just got it man he's been doing it so i think i think i think he's gonna get it again what, what about you
0: um i really think that in most cases i feel like Embiid would win this one but i really think that the nba is taking a stand on sitting out games Jokic is been pretty sturdy, you know. He missed some games, but he plays damn near every night. Whereas MB, because you know he has the injury history, tore his ACL twice, this, that, and the other. Um, he's very cautious with his body. So he's missed 20, 20 plus games, you know. And I really think that at the end of the day, the voters are going to hold that against him. So I think that um I think that Jokic might win his third MVP in a row. We'll see. Which is unprecedented yeah. waters. Not unprecedented, but
1: very rare error for Jokic to win the MVP three times in a row. Yeah, that's big time. I didn't realize. I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. Like, hell yeah, he better get the MVP over beat if he's playing way more games. Like, come on, you got to play. You got to perform. He, this, and he better win the MVP. That's all I'm saying.
0: So everybody's making a two-man race, but you can't forget about the rest of the
1: league. Who are we leaving out right now? Who else should be considered for this award? Ooh, Jay Tatum, right? Tatum is Tatum is nasty. Jason Tatum, the league ain't gonna let three in a row happen. You don't think so? You don't think they'll let three in a row happen? Hey man, you gotta really ball out. But at the same time, Yoke has
0: just been balling out. What can I say?
1: There's never been a three time MVP.
0: There sure has Back to- um, that's a second to- for another day. Three times in a row. I think yeah. I think MJ did it. No, you know Sheesh. what? I don't think
1: anybody's done it. Man, I got to have my stats ready next time. Um, but nope. – Nobody's done it, Domo. Nobody's done that yet. Um, hey, somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. Now's the time, man. History. Yoke, yoke. he's getting it, bro. There's actually been three players. That got three back-to-back? Yep. Can you name one of them? Hell (laughs) no. Michael Jordan? (laughs) Nope. Hit me with it, man.
0: It's a guy that you talked about earlier who you said wasn't in the Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, I know it. Larry Bird.
0: Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain.
1: Man, that don't count though man they was playing come on man not Larry was, huh Larry's oh doing yeah let's bro don't don't disrespect Larry my fault my fault but still man this NBA is different we got Larry. seven foot six, we got seven six cards now nah bro we're not doing that it's never happened before it's gonna it's happen
0: harder. it's harder but it's more wide open at the same time you can, you can make Everybody's definitely
1: more talented. I'll give you that for sure. And athletic. Way more athletic. Yep. Yep. The, the lead didn't
0: let NJ3P because they're they some haters, bro. But I think Giannis should be in consideration for this, too. He's averaging 30 points, 10 rebounds, five assists a game. His, yeah, his team has the highest record in the league, the best record in the league. Um, I don't know why he's getting more, not getting more pub, especially missing Middleton and um, Drew Holiday for a lot of the year. But we'll move on because um, that's not up to us. Also, something else on the docket that we didn't get a chance to talk about: um, the NBA might go on a lockout this summer, which is something we might talk about next week. I heard about, I heard about it in the news this week. Uh, they're trying to come to a, an agreement to amend the uh, the collective bargaining agreement. We'll see. But if they don't get to an agreement by tomorrow, the NBA plans on opting out of the collective bargaining agreement, which will start a lockout like we had in 2011. So be on the lookout for that. Um, But now we move on to one of my favorite segments, NBA Elite Feet. And we had some good ones this week. All right? You got the first one.
1: Talk talk to me, Isaac. All right. The first one we got is the Kawhi Leonard, the claw. I don't know about these man i mean it's cool because it's the claw and it's kawaii but these are what new balance you know what for new balance domo these are solid let me not be let me not kill new balance all the time these are solid i'll 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 rock with them i just think the tongue is a little too the tongue ain't it man tongue's not it what do you think about these uh you know what man here's the deal
0: these yeah, these do look like samples. Um, they're not as bad as the Jamal Murray's new balances, but um, I just don't like them, man. I feel like they could have been way more creative. Like where the yeah. leather's at and like the uh, like the material in the middle, all that stuff, it's just off. Like this this looks like this is sample number one and we gotta send it back for revisions, you know. Like exactly. and the colorway the colorway is not wowing me either. And the speckle just minimal. I don't really like it. So uh, New Balance, you got to work on your silhouettes. All right? <laughs> all right? 100%. All right, I got to work on it. All right, next up, we got Obi Toppin and some Jordans. Girl dad shoes, all right? Look, he's with his baby girl right there. I love the colors on this one. Pink and black and gray. You can't
1: mess with these ones right here. So simple that- yet, flashy. It look, Was yeah, that- it is great. What kind of color is that? Is that like a, that's, that's, that's a gray. It's like a charcoal black. Yeah. Yeah, It's a material. I think it's a material in there, but yeah, I like that. That little ribbon right there, the pink ribbon, his daughter is with them. It's funny how he got his daughter chilling with him the day he's rocking them.
0: I like this shoe too. I'm not sure what kind of shoe it is or which Jordan, um, Jordan model it is might be the CP threes. Um, but these are really sick. I really like these. Um, I like the colorways. Um, this next one, next one might be my favorite. Jalen Williams rocking these hardened sevens, boy. Nasty. Ooh, the hardest, crazy, bro. The oh. yellow boys, the magic yeah. boys, bro. Those are, those are the constant magic shoes right there. Look at those. Look, yeah, no, Fire.
1: Those are real. You cannot. I wear
0: them. <laughs> bro, there's not been a silhouette. There's, there's not been a colorway of the shoe that I haven't loved. Like, they did not miss on this one. Remember when we first saw them at the uh, at Rico Hines Runs? We are like, yo, I don't know about these. But yeah, no, since I, then,
1: I, heat on heat on heat. No, I, when I first saw them, I was like, ugh. But I saw them in person, and I was like, those are crazy. In person, it was nuts. Yeah, bro. These are
0: absolutely insane right here. Um, and it looks like they're, like, really comfortable. I haven't gotten a chance to wear these, but... Like, you know, the lockdown on the back, um, I feel like it's pretty durable and nice. And I feel like anybody can wear the shoes. Bigs or smalls our middle, middle-sized middle guys, these are some really good shoes. So shout out to Adidas on hitting on this one, right? Because we don't always hit, as you know. But these ones hit for show. Um,
1: yeah, that's a dope tattoo. Yeah,
0: I love guy. that too. Next, we got a throwback. Derek, Wayne, Derek Jones wearing some Olympic KD fours. All right. Now we talked about this last week, and I stand on this. All right. Any shoe with a strap, I feel like you can't miss with the strap.
1: Yeah, these are fly. These are throwback too. I remember these. Damn.
0: Hey, you cannot miss with the strap,
1: bro. Any you ever rocked these? I- you ever wore two. these, Dumbo?
0: Nah, I never wore these, but I loved them. I love these. And he's representing the country is kind of silverish right there, kind of Yukon colors, which we're going to talk about later. But these
1: are it, absolutely. Yeah, I like these a lot, the strap. Okay. (laughs)
0: Lastly, lastly, we got uh, Emmanuel Quickly and a Nike PE with the New York Knicks logo on the side. Um, These are pretty creative. I like these. These are Paul Georges, actually. Paul Georges. I love the New York Knicks logo engulfed in the middle right there. And then the the matching Nike swoosh is really putting me in. These are these are white, simple, but still really flashy.
1: No, those are fire. Are those, like, custom made or maybe is that an actual shoe? What is that? Like, It's throwing me off.
0: Who knows, bro? I don't know. It looks like it's actually real. It doesn't look like it's,
1: it's like, painted on or anything. You know what I mean? Right. No, I like that. Honestly, I like that a lot. the nba logo on Mm -hmm. there tough yep so which ones are your favorite um you know what i'm going with the girl dads i thought it was cute when he had his little daughter sitting with him and i like the i like how he put that together so you know what i'm rocking with the girl dads man those are those are nice
0: damn obi Toppin giving isaac baby fever right now
1: hey hey watch it by this time next year, he' gonna be a girl
0: dad. He' gonna be a girl dad. <laughs> uh, my favorites are probably. I'm not gonna pick the Hardens again. I like the Olympic KB fours. I pick the Hardens almost every time they're on here, but oh, not nah. those, bro. Oh, take those off the screen, man. Oh take these off the screen. These are, my, these are my least favorites by far in my entire life, right here. The. <laughs> Whose shoe is it? The cheddar, the cheddar yellow new balances worn by Jamal Murray with the uh uh sponsored by Buddy Lee denim on the back. So <laughs> these are Jamal Murray shoes though, right? These are his shoes. I have no idea. I just know these are some trash new balances. Let's move on, please, because I'm about to get sick looking at those. Uh all right, McDonald's All American game was on Tuesday. Um, and we had we actually had co MVPs this time. Um uh, Isaac Collier, and Dewan Wagner Jr. went away with the um, co-MVPs. Um, some consider them the top two players in the country. Um, but we also had something prestigious happen, which doesn't usually happen. Three former NBA players' sons playing in the McDonald's All-American game. you got got, uh, you got, you got Andre Stokovic, Magic Boy, son of a uh, King's legend, Paige Stokovic obviously Bronny James, son of LeBron James, and then you had DJ Wagner, son of Dewan Wagner. Um this is pretty unprecedented, man, to have this happen in the game and they all they all balled out. They all did the thing. Uh, what do you think their future prospects
1: are? Bro, these it, three guys, yeah. It's so crazy like this legacy right here, it's crazy that these are their fathers and they're really good. These three players right here, Draymond Yacovich, he's Special, talented, lengthy, could do everything, put it on the floor. Shoot, we've seen him all summer. And uh, Bronny, DJ Wagner, just buckets. I think their careers are going to be, I think all three of these guys are going to have crazy NBA careers and they're going to live up to their expectations for sure. What about you, Dama? What do you think?
0: You know, you know, Dewan Wagner senior, you know, is a lottery pick and didn't pan out for multiple reasons. Uh, I can't I, I can't see Bronny living up to LeBron's, uh, you know, that, that's big shoes to fill. But I think oh, the most realistic comparison is probably Dredge with his dad. Uh, his dad was a, a NBA All-Star, um, you know, prolific three-point shooter, and is kind of made in this image with more athleticism. So I really feel like Dre's has the best chance of kind of matching his dad's career in this one. But um, one of the most controversial things we saw – Was uh, DJ Wagner and LeBron being able to wear Nikes in this game, seeing that they have signed an an NIL deal with Nike. um, So Adidas backed off and let them wear their shoes in order for them to play in the game. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, Man, I honestly don't agree with it. I don't think. I feel like you're opening up the you're opening up the gates for other players. Like, man, you got to rock with with the event sponsored by. It. Like, it's an Adidas event. You got to rock the Adidas. Like, I don't think you should have just because you got a deal. You got to rock. Like, I don't know. I I don't think that's right. Honestly, I don't think they should have done that. But maybe they're trying to make it like the NBA now, where you could you you could wear whatever shoe you want to wear. I, I I don't know, man. I don't agree with it though. What you think?
0: Hey, I really think that we're moving into a direction of professionalism, right? Like, it's just like the NBA. We had this conversation a few months ago regarding Mikey Williams. Like, what school is he gonna go to since he's wearing Pumas? Like, I don't know how that's gonna shake out, but these guys are turning into professional athletes. So, who, who, like, you're not messing up my money. Like, I'm supposed to be wearing Nikes at all times or Adidas at all times. Like, you're not messing up my contract. Like. These guys are making six figures right now as teenagers to wear a shoe. Like, you You got to accommodate this because at the end of the day,
1: the talent is more important than anything. But, like, if you were in the Nike shoes, why you got the Adidas all over the uniform? Like, like what does what it matter? Yeah, that you matter it's, it's just like the NBA. Like, until five years ago,
0: the, the uniforms were Adidas and are Nike. Like, it's just like that. Dude, that doesn't mean you have to wear Nike shoes.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, now now, basically these young athletes are basically professionals now. They're making money, getting NIL deals, and that's just how. Just what it is. It's what we're going into right now. Crazy. So, whoa, oh, wait, wait, Now this is, this is a cool question though, Damo. So, I mean, say if Mikey goes to a Nike school, so he's gonna wear Puma, he got. he could wear Puma now, right? That's probably what it's gonna be. I don't know, we're, we're gonna see how that shakes out. I'm not sure, we're not sure. Right? This
0: came. This came down. You know, came down to the last minute of whether Bronny and uh, DJ Wagner were even going to play because of this. You know what I mean? Right. So
1: it didn't. Even, it didn't it blow was, up as much as I thought it would. Honestly, it didn't blow up but, like I thought it was going to blow up. I thought it was. Gonna well they in the wraps? So we'll see. Yeah. Um, we're gonna skip the
0: throne. Uh, we're gonna go straight to NCAA March Madness. We got two. We got NCAA men's and women's. The men was full of surprises. We got, we got a lineup of San Diego State, Florida a and Miami, and UConn. I think the only one that we could have really expected in that sentence was UConn, right? For sure. Now, this, this season has been full of uh, parity. Um, given what we've seen out there, um, who do you have? Who do you think is going to win the Final Four?
1: UConn, but I'm going San Diego State. I'm, I'm I'm betting on San Diego State. But I think UConn's gonna get it. I think they should get it. They're supposed to get it. But I'm going to San Diego State, man. Because of Matt Bradley, Elijah, my guys are on that squad. I'm rooting for them, man. What about you, Damo? Meat Riner. Um <laughs> I hate you. <laughs>
0: You know what? Like you know, you always got to rep for the West Coast. We got Elijah Saunders there, as you know. I've known Matt since he's a baby. You know, played played uh play basketball with his brother growing up. Uh, he's like that, big. <laughs> Marcus Bradley, breathing vegan baby. Po- follow him on Instagram. Um, but you know what? I think UConn's got this one, man. UConn, they got they had a very balanced team. They're really big, but they're also very athletic, they play defense. And like, it's like you come in here with a chip on your shoulder. You see all these other teams that got got throughout the country. Uh, these other three guys, you wouldn't have expected them to be here um, and hats off to them. But UConn has the most uh, cachet and experience in this situation. I think Dan Hurley's gonna lead his team to
1: victory. I respect that. But I mean, you never know if Miami plays how they played against Texas. They were not missing jumpers. They were hitting tough jumpers the whole game. Then you never know what could happen. But I don't think they could do what they did against Texas all over again. Because that was unbelievable. That game had me mad. I damn near almost cried. I shed a tear. But, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I got you, Con.
0: It's that one shiny moment, baby. One shiny moment. Okay, so on the women's side, we got some usual suspects. Caitlin Clark in Iowa. We got South Carolina. We got Kim Moka in LSU. And then we got a new one in the bunch. We got Virginia Tech. Okay, I know you're not you. You don't watch women's basketball that much, but based off the names, name brands, who do you is gonna get <laughs> this one?
1: You said it's Iowa, right?
0: Iowa, South Carolina, LSU, Virginia
1: Tech. What's the girl's name that went for like thirty-five? With stupid,
0: bro, she had a triple double, forty-one point triple double. Caitlin Clark.
1: Oh, they're winning! They're winning the whole thing. She's she's taking over. She's, she's doing it. She needs to keep doing what she's doing. <laughs> she needs bro, to keep I doing. What I, do. Bro,
0: I can't count out Don Staley in South Carolina. They've been. They've been
1: uh, I, South Carolina is nuts, honestly. But I'm gone with, into, i am going
0: into. Bro, they've gone to LSU, Stanford, um, countless places this year. <laughs> UConn and won decisively. I can't count them out. So I'm going to go to South Carolina. Um, speaking of this. We got, we got the, uh, you know, the, I guess, you know, the women's final four is kind of what you expect where the men's isn't, uh, which has led to a significant drop in ticket pricing for the men's final four. Right now, the lowest ticket price for NCAA women's final four ticket is at $399. A Men's, the lowest at the men's final four. You want to guess how much it is right now? Or at least this was on Tuesday, how much it costs. What, like five, almost $600? $99. Huh? Ninety nine. no, hold on. $99. $99. Wait,
1: wait, where is it at? $99, 90,
0: $99, bro. The women's tickets cost almost five times of what the men's tickets cost. What do you think? How do you think? What do you think that is? Why do you think that is?
1: Because there's three teams in the Final Four that nobody really cares about, honestly. Let's keep it a beam. Let's keep it a beam. Let's keep it a beam. Man. Hey, man, with these ticket prices, man, we can go to the Final Four right now. Hey, we can, we can take a trip. Damo I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm down, bro.
0: Nah, we, we got to coach this weekend. We got to coach this weekend. But anyways, good luck to all parties involved. The Final Four is going to be lit regardless of how many people are watching. I know it's going to be turned up. I'm going to be watching. I can't wait for it. Uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications and ring that bell. All right. Officially, the Balls Life All-American game is coming back this year. May 6th. It's officially back. Surreal's college. I'm really excited about this one. Game invites are being sent out. This one is going to be one for the books. So I'm really excited to see who's in this game.
1: Man, I, I, I can't wait to see this one. There's a lot of legends that came out of that game. I'm ready to see some franchise, some future franchise prospects, Damo. We're
0: gonna see, man. There's always some diamonds in the roughs. Uh it always seems like there's a guy or two at every game every year that ends up making it not just to the league, but making it big. Um, most 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 notably, Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, uh John Collins, uh, you know, the the list goes on, really. But I'm really excited to see Trey Young. Duh.
1: Um, A lot of heat, down nope A lot of heat.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, but um, make sure you guys be on the lookout for that. May 6, Cerritos College, Balls Life All-American game. The best high school ballers in the country are going to be there, all right? So lastly, we got my favorite segment, Street Ball Clip of the Week. Who's doing the honors? Who's going first? You got it, done. Got Boy, it. I man, mine is really simple right here. I got I got the round mound taking it out, and he just absolutely oh. my man goes African style, bro, and just oh. absolutely a man at the rim. First off, hey, let's break down this clip, all right? Like, stop, stop that. You see my you see my guy with the uh girth taking it out. I ain't never seen this. You usually got the small point guard taking it out, but hey, man. He throw that. He passed that thing like CP3 to Tyson Chandler. Right, that thing was on the money. So shout out to him. Uh, and then my man into the rim. Why? Chest. Why even jump? Why it's even trippy. jump? True. Why? Oh, God. you see, I mean, these guys can be small. So I'm gonna say my man is like six seven. All right, you see the six seven bouncy dude coming down the middle, and he's already in the air. What are you doing?
1: I'm he's a, already I'm at the
0: rim. Moving. No, he's already at the rim, and then you decide to jump.
1: Like stupid, bro. And look how he fell on his back. Like damn, I would <laughs> This is almost as bad as Cole's poster, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah, Cole is bad too
0: Oh look, he dead. He dead bug on the ground like a like a roach. Look, look, look at his hands in
1: the air. <laughs> Hey, that was almost disrespectful as my clip, though, Damo. My clip is disrespectful. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got, bro. Mike Glover did right here? Recipe to balance. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Damo, he knocked the beanie Ooh. off his head, bro. Look at the beanie. He knocked the beanie mm-hmm. off his head, man. He put his knee, on his, his knee on his forehead. Like, watch out, boop. Oh, my god! Yo,
0: I saw uh, – I talked to my boy uh, who I play basketball regularly with, and he was telling me that some of the balls I've got showed up to the Spectrum uh, 24 in Irvine, and he told me how bouncy Ty was, bro. T- he said he Ty did a standstill windmill on somebody's head, which I hope that there was a camera there so we got that on footage. But, like, just don't jump with Ty, bro. How about that let's make that the rule of thumb all right hey, don't even jump. if you're in transition and ties already taken off do not jump with him for your own safety and uh you know you got a family bro you got to go back home alive <laughs> oh yeah lastly lastly bro on our way out man got to shout out my guy Gabe York childhood friend been playing with him since I was 14 years old uh signing his second nba g-league two-way contract to end the season with the indiana pacers um i'm really excited for him you know uh it's a really good bolster in resume and also in paycheck so hey gabo get that money player i am mad at you this is one of my favorite highlights
1: right here man this is a ball's life mixtape legend gabe york man let's get this money man There's only the beginning Damo you know it
0: man I, I'm really happy for him. Uh, hopefully he goes up there and gets more PT than he did last year. And somebody take him seriously for a damn roster spot, please.
1: Man. This man
0: is an absolute bucket. And he plays defense now. He didn't play defense when I played with him. I had to play defense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: no, he sits plays a, Yeah. He, I think last year he led the G League in steals per game. So, like, come on, NBA teams. you got to take a chance to my man, Gabe. Come on now. What are you doing? Please. All right. This is my heartfelt message to you. I really appreciate it. All right. With that being said, man, we're all out of time. Uh, Be sure you guys um tune in next week. We're going to have a lot of good stuff. NBA, nat- NCAA National Championship reactions from us. Uh, The end of the NBA season, you name it. I'm really excited to share with you all. But until then, we're out of here. My name is Dom.
1: My name is Isaac. And this is street ball, We out. We'll be right <laughs>